All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. We have some amazing partners of the podcast. We need to say a very big thank you to today. Altplayground.net. They are exploding and they are welcoming Swinger Safari members to the fun now too. I think what I love most about Alt Playground is they are not okay with the status quo. They're constantly looking for ways to grow and better themselves. And the newest merger with Swinger Safari is just another example of how they're making it happen. Yeah, constant forward motion, constant mergers, you know, new and innovative options on the site, all the inclusion. It's really the best, most, I think the most inclusive and organically welcoming site that we've ever used. Absolutely. And guys, we have both our podcasts and our community on Alt Playground. So we hope you'll come check us out along with the other podcast partners. Head on over to altplayground.net today and check out the fun for yourself. We also want to say a very big thank you to Promescent. We have their delay spray sitting right next to our bed for those nights that we just want a little bit of extra play. Brian can squirt it on, leave it on for a few minutes. It has an amazing absorption technology so the delay spray doesn't transfer to me during play and we can have even more hot sex. So we need to say a very big thank you to Promescent in general for allowing us to do that. But we also think they have some amazing products aside from the delay spray that you should check out at Promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-E-N-T.com and use our code FRONTPORCH for 15% off of your order. Yeah, for sure. Guys, check out the Vitaflux. It is awesome. I highly recommend it. So we have a single guy tip of the week today. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's like... We've been talking about it all morning. (laughs) Yeah, just when you think... Listen, here's the thing. Couples, guys, you think the guy's doing something. He's doing everything right. Right, all of the stars are aligning. They're they're saying the right things. They're doing the right things. They're you know digitally communicating the right things. All of it seems to be above board and almost to the point where in this particular case, this particular gentleman was concerned that you and I were real. Right. <laughs> Took the extra step to call you yes. on the phone. Well, let's back up. Let's tell the story. So this guy was going through our town a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he reached he- out to me. And he reached out on one of our sites and said, you know, hey, I'm I'm in your town. And we couldn't make it work because we had friends in town that weekend. Correct. And so he said, I'm actually traveling back through in a couple of weeks. I'd love to connect with you guys at that time. Right. And you said, sounds great. You should communicate with Brenna. And you gave him my number. Well, here's the thing. It was even a little bit more than that because, yes, we were busy. And he was in an adjacent town to us uh, for the weekend, and it just wouldn't work out. And I actually said to him, listen, we're uh, we're unable to meet this weekend. However, if you come back through, let me know. His response was, I will likely be back through in a couple of weekends or you know, the following weekend, whatever it was. I said, great, if that's the case, stay in touch, let me know. That's what he did. He stayed in touch. Very polite, very courteous, asked questions about you. Asked if there was a time when it would be appropriate for him to directly communicate with you. All of the the things he should have done. Once I was comfortable that he was legit, he sent me the pictures that I asked for. Face picture, clothes, full body type, you know, all the things we asked for. I gave him your contact. And then you began to communicate with him for the better part of over a week. And again, everything is normal. Not only normal, but really quite exceptional. He was doing very well in terms of the communicative piece and being polite and being a gentleman and all those kinds of things. He's also so fucking hot. Yeah. So (laughs) so everything was really kind of working out. Yeah. And... You got a call from him, yeah. which I thought was great. He called to verify that we were real, like he wasn't being trolled by some kid in his mother's basement. Actually, what he said was, hey, I just wanted to hear your voice. I was like, and make sure that I'm actually a woman and I'm actually who I say I am. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. You know, kudos, right? Yeah, for sure. Good for you. Well, of course, he's supposed to come this weekend. First it was... No, first it was Thursday. Right. Then it was, okay, probably not Thursday. I'll be there Friday. Then it was, not Friday. I'll probably be there Saturday. 
Right. Yesterday, he falls completely off the grid all day. So I'm assuming that we have planned Saturday because right. the last correspondence I had with him was, I'll for sure be in town Saturday afternoon. Send me a text when you're getting ready to get off work. Right. So I did... And, you know, then all of a sudden, it's, crickets. I'm not, I'm, well, no, yeah. it was crickets all day long. Right. I texted him when I was getting ready to get off of work. And all of a sudden it's, ah, I'm just not making it into town. And right. it's like, okay, here's the thing. I understand things come up. Yeah. I understand that like everyone has a life just like we do. We've had shit come up where I've had to, you know, move out dates and things like that. But I hate when it happens right before we're supposed to hang out. And I also really hate when it happens over and over and over again. This is now the third day in a row that he was supposed to be in town but isn't. And all of a sudden it has my mind spinning about like, is this guy full of shit? Is he never actually going to come here? Was he pit collecting? Was he bored and just wanted to communicate with someone? And all of those things may be false. But... I have the seed planted in my head of doubt now. Well, it's a, it's a little bit more than that as well, because based on where he said he was going to be coming from to come here, apparently for work as he traveled through for work, there's no way that he would have been capable of doing that on Saturday morning. Right. So he knew long before Saturday afternoon that he wasn't coming here. Right. You're not going to jump on a plane from where he was to get here. First of all, there's no direct flight. So you're not just flying in here. Right. And, you know, the idea that you're going to do it in a couple of hours is ludicrous. So, or even 24 hours. He knew well in, in advance that that was not going to work. And he simply should have communicated. If, in fact, he's real. Or, like you said... He's simply a guy who was bored. He's on the job somewhere. He's alone. He's not single, potentially, but far enough away that he's not concerned about pictures, or it's simply not him. Who knows? He just wanted to communicate. Yeah, but that the point is I shouldn't have to question all of those right. things. And the fact right. that all of those questions are now bouncing around in my head, I'm, I'm so disinterested. Right, and that leads us to uh, the obvious tip, right? Because now he has attempted again to communicate with you, last night anyway, yesterday, right. in the attempt to set the site to set his plans on coming next weekend. Well, the problem with that is there's a few. There's a few problems. We have plans. That's not going to work. Right. Also, there's no way we're going to schedule time for you to make extra plans or to inconvenience ourselves because of what just happened. So you just took yourself out of the running. Exactly. Right? Yep. So you're now going to come to town if you are actually coming here for work. And you can start this process all over again if that's what your thing is. But we have to take you out of the running now. If you happen to be around and it's convenient for us in the future, then potentially we look down that road, maybe. Maybe. Or we don't. But now all of a sudden I'm going, are you a married dude? Yeah, what's the deal? I mean, yeah, it just, the whole thing doesn't feel right to me. So right. it's like, I, I'm just so not into it anymore. Right. And it's a shame because he and I had a lot of fun communicating back and forth. And he is, like I said, incredibly handsome. And yeah. I was excited. So, I mean, it is, it's just one of those things where you have to expect that shit like this is going to happen as a hot wife couple for those of you who have been in this lifestyle for any amount of time you know that this shit happens and unfortunately, or you haven't be prepared because it's going to <laughs> unfortunately it happens a lot but fucked is it disappointing it yeah. doesn't get easier no well especially when like i said that that's the illusion right everything was aligned everything matched it was working out really well he did all the right things said all the right things communicated the right things followed through up until the 11th hour Yep. Right. So even though even when you think it's perfect, folks, it's not. Yep. And for the single guys, if in fact he is a legitimate single guys, he, he is legitimately what he claimed to be. Some bad decisions were made. So if you're one of those, if you're a single guy, if you're this guy, if you're that guy, you cannot do what he did. Be communicative, drop off the face of the earth, and come back and try to recover with, oh, hey, yeah, I'm and not coming. And also cancel three yeah, times. Just completely, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't do that and then be expected to be welcomed back. Not a chance. Right. There are literally too many, I don't want to say too many other opportunities, but there's too much going on in people's lives that they're just not going to drop what they're doing to try to put this together because there was an initial connection. Right. You just took yourself out of the running. Period. It's no, that simple. No, thank you, sir. Kind yeah. sir. Yeah, it's crazy. Going yeah. through all that trouble on his end. 
going through all that trouble and texting and calling and communicating every day. And wasting so much of my time. Right, but even if even on his own end, yeah. if he is legitimately what well, he, the, no, the real McCoy. I think he's not the real McCoy. Right. I think he was bored. I right. think he's sitting somewhere right now quarantined because he said when he's home, he doesn't go into the office anymore. So he's fucking working from home right. and he's bored to tears. Right, but if he is real... You've wasted your time as well, his time as well. Yeah. So again, single guys, you cannot go through the motions, go through all the steps, do everything that is required only to cancel, 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 and then try to, you know, kind of put this thing back together. People have lives. They make plans. They break plans. They alter their plans. They're only going to do that once for you. They're not going to do it a second time. For sure. You know? So now all of a sudden you're coming back in town next weekend. Well, tough shit. We have plans. Yeah. Take it so. seriously and don't leave room for doubt. As soon as I start doubting you and doubting the things that you've told me, it's a fucking, it's the kiss of death. Yeah. It's just, it's a real turnoff. For you know? sure. So anyway, there's your single guy tip of the week. You know what's not a turnoff? What's that? We have a guest coming next weekend and I'm turned on. We by. do. It's, well, it's going to be interesting. We're going to talk a little bit more about this on our other show, but it, it's interesting because... Yeah. And we should mention Sex on Your Terms. If you guys haven't listened yet, you absolutely should. It's a very different show than this one. Yes. But the topic we're going to be covering this week is kind of what we have going on next weekend. Yeah. It's really a look into what may come down the road for us as we continue to the journey. You know, we just don't know. But yeah, we're going to be talking, we're going we're gonna to have a guest. We're going to have a house guest. Our single gal friend is going to be spending the weekend with us. Yeah, yeah, Hannah. And we have not done that yet. Never. No one has spent the night with us anywhere. Ever. Ever. We're not really those people either. <laughs> like, no. I love our friends. I love being around lifestylers. It's amazing. But then I want to be able to go into my own fucking space. I and, think a lot of people do. And be able to like recharge. We were actually just talking to other lifestyle friends about this. They spent like nine hours with a single guy and felt yeah. bad finally having to ask him to leave. And right. it's like, I get to the point where I have to ask people to leave yeah. because I need to recharge. I am yeah. a, a And very, we need to reconnect. I'm a very extroverted introvert. I need to like recharge my battery. So having someone here in our space for the weekend is going to be a real test for us. And I'm really interested to see how it happens. Yeah, how well, it listen, not only, in our, not only in our home, literally sleeping in our bed. Well, you say that. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, we're certainly not going to ask her to sleep in another room. That's, no. a, that's rude and we wouldn't do that. But we'll have I, to figure it out. I do think this, and we have to see how she feels about it. Obviously, we haven't had that particular conversation yet. But I, I am curious to see how we function with a potential third person in our circle because there is the likelihood that we are going to travel down that road at some point. There will be a a very serious polyamorous component to our relationship. Yeah, I know. It'll be an interesting first step. So we'll keep you updated on that. But either way, she and I have a surprise for you next weekend and I'm really excited. That's interesting. I didn't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Usually when Hannah and I get together, we have naughty shit up our sleeves that you don't know anything about. (laughs) We're like these mischievous little sluts and I love it. Well, it's going to be fun. I'm going to make dinner and it's going to just be kind of a fun weekend. I'm just curious to see how we get, obviously, you know, we have a great relationship with Hannah, so it's not a, not a great indication of course as, as to what might happen down the road with somebody else because we know her well it's also just already. a weekend then she fucking leaves <laughs> right so it's, it's but at least we'll have some idea of how we function like in the evening hours like what would normally be our alone time yeah how we function with someone else in that space it'll be interesting yeah. i really can't wait to talk to you guys about it because i think it's going to be like it will be fun no matter what just because we have fun with her but i think there may be some underlying things that like we need to talk through and i think doing that on the show be i want to do that yeah it's going to be fun i'm looking (laughs) forward to either way it's going to be a hot time i'm looking forward to having her over because we haven't seen her in a couple of months few months probably just before the summer actually and we just had dinner with her yeah you know so yeah it's going to be fun i think when our town first opened back up for service at a restaurant we had we saw her for dinner yeah for sure i think the last time we had sex with her though was your birthday yeah absolutely it was back in february it's been a long time yes 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 i'm looking forward to it's going to be a hot time yeah yeah i'm excited too i haven't licked a pussy since your birthday no that's a long time to yes, go without is. pussy. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Fortunately, I have not had to do that. So yeah, I'm lucky glad. you. Yeah, I'm, I haven't I'm very had to go lucky. without dick. No, I'm very lucky. Had a lot that. of that lately. Yes. So let's talk about that. Okay. So I had the chance to see a friend yes. last week that I haven't seen in a long time. 
Yep. And you guys may remember him as Aiden. Yes, he has been a little, uh, he's missing in action because he's got kids and he's been locked down and he's got a business and all that good stuff. Yeah, he also, our living situations didn't align. We right. had a roommate up until a few weeks yeah, ago. Finally, we uh, you know got rid of the college student, so we're good. And he had a, has a roommate now. So it's like just being able to actually figure out where the fuck we would fuck is really yeah. complicated. Well, to be clear, we didn't have a roommate. We had your... your younger brother living with us as he went to school. Okay, he, he still he, lived in our home. Yes. Uh, Aiden actually had uh, someone living in his home and paying him rent. Right. So that was a thing. <laughs> you know, he was and he was profiting. But yeah, so the timing didn't work. Hours didn't work. Schedules didn't align. It was tough. And of course, he has his kids on, you know, like the weekends or every other weekend, whatever it is. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So we finally made time and it was fun. He So he came over and it was really funny. I texted him before he got here and I was like, do you want to sit down and like catch up or do you just like want to go straight to play? And he was like, oh, I think we should catch up a little first. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll put on pants then yeah. because I spent the entire day with no pants on. Because once again, we have an empty house. Yes, yes. You have no pants on all morning. You never have pants on. I have pants on right now. Well, only because you're sitting down on a stool recording. Otherwise, you wouldn't have pants on. <laughs> Don't want to get my ass cheeks I'm not wearing it. pants. <laughs> you're in a robe though. Yeah, but I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> so anyway, I put on pants reluctantly and he came came over and the three of us sat in the living room and talked for a while. Yes, every bit of 45 minutes, hour. Yeah, and it was good because we hadn't seen him in in quite a bit. He had come over and had a drink at our house on our patio earlier in the summer, but that still was, what, two months prior? Oh, every bit of it. Probably not too far away from the time we saw Hannah last, probably. Yeah. You know, early summer. Yeah, so we hadn't seen him in a hot second and, you know, we had a lot to catch up on with him. He's got a lot going on, obviously. We do. Well, one of the really interesting things we learned is that he has become incredibly involved in the BDSM community here locally and is seeing someone that is also in that community. Yes. And that's awesome. And I was interested to see how that would translate into play with me because when we were first playing, the first, you know, six months that we were seeing each other, I mean, he was seeing other people, but it was not extensive. Right. And I think I was probably the most regular play person in his life. And so I was just interested to see how like more experience and more exposure to the things that he really wants would impact our play. Well, and let's not let's not forget the increase in his self-confidence and his awareness of his sexuality because of the his involvement in the kink and BDSM space. He's become much more comfortable with his, you know, with his own sexuality, obviously, and clearly knows more of what he wants. Right. So that all being said, we sat downstairs for a while. And what was really interesting is I don't think that he or I knew how to transition with you sitting right there. Because I didn't want to be rude and just be like, hey, we're going to go upstairs, even though I know you totally would be, would have been cool with that. Right. So you actually had to excuse yourself. Yes. So anyway, what I wanted to ask you is how do I handle that in the future? Do I just say, hey, we're going to go upstairs? Yeah. I mean, you don't, yeah. I mean, we we all know what we're here for. So it's not like I'm going to be surprised when you go, hey, listen, Aiden and I are going to go upstairs and bang. I That's why Aiden's here. Well, I know, but don't, I mean, I didn't want it to be awkward for you or him. You know what I'm saying? Like, put yourself in his shoes, too. It's like, hey, my significant other is sitting right here, and I'm going to tell him that we're going to go upstairs and fuck while he continues to sit on the couch. I don't know. It just was weird. Well, I had other stuff to do, so I just, I made it easy for you. I just excused myself. Yeah, you did. You're a good wingman. Yeah, I mean, it's no, but again, for me, you don't have to worry about that. For the other person, for, you know, Aiden or whomever that might be, you know, maybe that's a bit more, we need to be a bit more subtle, I guess, or, or you would need to be a bit more subtle in what you say, but I can always just excuse myself. (laughs) It's <laughs> probably something we need to t- we need to plan ahead of time. We don't have to do that. We, it, we rarely ever have to do that because it's Aiden, it's Clint, it's Ben, it, they're friends. Right. So it's not like a it, for me it's not an awkward transition. Well, but we hadn't seen him in this setting right. in a long time. So it right. was really and that made it interesting because I do get so comfortable with play partners that I see on a regular basis that I probably wouldn't have even thought about it if it was Clint. I would have just been like, hey, we're going upstairs, fuck. And it wouldn't have been a big deal. But with Aiden, there was a certain level of comfortability that was, I don't want to say lost, but maybe forgotten, buried down a little bit because I hadn't played with him in so long. Yeah, it's not that it was new necessarily, but definitely fresh. 
And so, yeah, I mean, there's probably a conversation you and I have to have going forward is we are going to give this 30 minutes max and then I'm going to excuse myself (laughs) and then just make it easy on everybody. But we don't typically have to worry about that. So it never really occurred to me. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it. (laughs) Did he mention anything about it? (laughs) No, he didn't. But I was thinking as we were sitting there, like, how the fuck am I going to do this and not make it awkward for everyone? Yeah, I just got up and walked. I just said, hey, I got something. I got to do something. And I went and did it, whatever it was. So you you left the room and I was like, well, should we go upstairs? And he said, sure. And then you yelled to me, we're going upstairs. We're going upstairs. (laughs) I probably should have just gone upstairs. I'm such a fucking awkward goober. Yeah, you don't really need to like, I don't need to play by play till after. Nobody has ever called me smooth. I don't know if that surprises you or not, but I am not a smooth person. You're a little clumsy, like physically clumsy and, you know, kind of clumsy when it comes to transitions. Yeah. Yeah, just it's, in it's general, a, it's a little, I'm, it's like kind of a, it's a little roller coaster. Let's call it quirky. Bumpy. That's the it's nice a way. It's a bumpy road. <laughs> it's a nice way to say that I'm fucking awkward. I'm yeah. quirky. It's a bumpy road. <laughs> so he and I go upstairs, and almost immediately we start making out in the bedroom, and it was really nice because I forgot how much I like kissing him. Or do you? So I, I guess we can get into this a little bit further, or as we we talk about the interaction that you had, because I have not heard all of it. Did you find yourself more attracted to him when he came over than you had before, even prior to going upstairs? I'm curious. I have. There's a reason I'm asking. Yes. Why? I don't know. First of all... I think it was his vibe. Yeah. So, obviously, he looked... Well, to me, he appeared to look different because... <laughs> and, I, and, I, and it made sense after you told me what you told me about the experience, which we'll go into... Is that, you know, his level of confidence was different. He appeared to look, he looked different to me. He's not a super aggro, aggressive guy. I mean, he's very laid back and very, you know, kind of soft spoken, but he looked like a guy who had an air of confidence about him that I had not seen from him before. Yeah. He was thrown off this vibe, this kind of sexy vibe. Even when I asked him to go upstairs, like he immediately like flashed this like flirty smile with me. That's not something I've experienced with him in the past. Yeah. So I was curious if that was something that you kind of felt when he, we were just all just talking. Yeah. Well, and now that you bring it up, even from the moment that we got upstairs and closed the bedroom door and started kissing each other, I felt a different energy from him. Right. It was not aggressive, but very much like in control and very much just, yeah, I guess confident is the best way to put it. Right. And I mean, even the things he was saying to me, he kind of grabbed me around the back of my neck at one point and was like kissing me pretty hard and and then he kind of pulled me away and he goes I love the way that you kiss like those are types of the types of things both the movement and the verbiage those aren't things I would ever have heard from him in the past right and I could tell like I said which is from you know when he shook my hand he came in the door he sat down we started talking I could tell there was something different about him yeah I I got the sense that he was simply more confident in his own skin just by sitting on the couch and talking with us yeah so yeah and listen also the last time we saw him was not too long after his accident. He was injured. Right. Just coming out of an, off of an injury, leg was really damaged, and now there's been a fair amount or a significant amount of time has gone by. Obviously, he's more confident. You know, when you're injured, you're not feeling 100%. You feel weak, all those things. Clearly, that was not an issue this last visit. Definitely not. Yeah. So we're making out, and then he starts, he is so sensual, and I fucking love it, especially during this interaction, because as we'll talk about, I got a really nice mix with him this time, but I loved the way he was kissing me. He was kissing on my neck. He remembered that I have this spot right behind my ear that if you touch or kiss it, it literally sends shivers down my body. It's like my major erogenous zone, which I don't know if that's fucking weird or not. I don't know if that's a normal thing. That's how I got laid the first time. Yeah, it totally is. Yep, totally is. You kissed me on that spot and it fucking drove me crazy. And next thing you know, your cock is in my fucking mouth. I mean, it's my kryptonite. Take notes, folks. Yeah, for real. If you you ever want me to suck your cock, start behind my ear. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cock sucking starts behind the ear. Well, he was kissing that spot and it was making me moan like crazy. And I started giggling. And that's how I always know that I'm having a really good time in an interaction is if I'm kind of giggling and laughing and smiling, especially during intimate moments. 
I have like two zones, like either fun, this is like super sexy fun and I'm giggling or straight up moaning coming. And right. if I'm doing neither, then it means it's shit. Like, yeah, it's not going, <laughs> things are not going, things are not going well. They're not going to end well. Yeah. 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 So it was a lot of giggling and he's like, oh, I forgot how giggly you are. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, don't apologize. I'm like, well, good. Cause I wasn't sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so anyway, he's just touching me all over. Very, very sensual. He starts to take my clothes off and I think he took my top off first. What were you wearing? You had, I mean, you had street clothes on. We were downstairs. Yeah, I was just underneath? wearing like a red blouse and like a little cami underneath it. And right. then I was wearing jeans, but I put really sexy panties on because right. I wanted it to be like hot. So right. I think I had like a nice black lace G-string type thing on. And that was sexy. So anyway, he takes my top off and then I take my pants off and he lays me down on the bed, kind of sits me on the bed first and then has me lay down. And so I'm laying there. I still have my cami on, still have my bra on and I still have my panties on. And he starts feeling up and down my legs, like teasing me a little bit. Are your, are your legs hanging off the bed? Or you... No, they're bent up on, on the, the bed. bed. Okay. And so he's just moving his hands up and down my thighs. And then he goes to my ass and kind of grabs a little bit, which was hot. And then he took each side of my thong on each side and peeled them down off of me, which I fucking love. Although it is kind of awkward. Like you have to like really lift your ass and everything. Yeah. You have a big booty. So. <laughs> to get this booty off the bed, it takes yeah. some work. All right. Yeah. Let you're, me tell you. <laughs> you're holding, the, holding that tea back down. So, but I, I like it when someone takes my panties off for me because it feels, I don't know, it feels like naughty. Well, yeah. It's like the idea of, ooh, you're the one that's exposing my pussy. Well, and lets you know how badly that they want you. Like yeah. they're, you know, tearing your clothes off kind of thing. Well, he so didn't ta- tear them off. I think that's also what I liked is it was very kind of like slow and sexy. And like, he's giving me this look while he's doing it. And it felt very controlled. Once again, confident. Right. Also, I don't think something I've ever seen him really do. Give me that sexy eye contact while he's taking my panties down. It was Hmm, fucking hot. Yeah, it was hot. So then, you know, my panties are off. I lay back down. He starts licking my pussy. And it was very nice. And I think one of the things I remember from playing with Aiden in the past is he likes when I'm verbal. He likes when I tell him exactly what I want and what feels good. So I was really doing that this time. Like, oh, yes, that feels good right there. Or go back to where you just were or a little bit harder or lick it right there. (laughs) So just perfect instruction. And he was following all my instructions and it was fucking hot. Of course, my legs start shaking. I come very quickly within probably two minutes. And I was super wet. I could feel it. And he then gets on the bed with me on top of me. So he's like straddling me and starts kissing me with like his wetness. Now on. He's still dressed. Yes. He's still dressed. And so he starts kissing me and like my wetness is all over his fucking face. And that was right. really hot too. Once again, not something he would have done in the past. Really? I really, really liked it. Interesting. Yeah. It was like, you know, he just didn't give a fuck that his face was like, yeah, had my cum all over it. Yeah, like certainly it was it was obvious that he had less inhibition, it just even just talking to him. Yeah. He was very open with the conversation that we had had in reference to his going to the, the munches and the demos and all of that. He was just very kind of open about it. Yeah, yeah. It was very nice. So he crawls on top of me. We're making out for quite a while. And then he starts fingering me. And then I told him that I really wanted his cock out. So the fingering didn't last long. We got off the bed. I took his pants down. I'm now sitting on the edge of the bed. He's standing in front of me, facing me. So his cock is right in my face. And I start sucking it a little bit. And then it didn't last long before I turned him around and I wanted him to lay on the bed. Right. So then I kind of got up on the bed with him and was sucking his cock. And I asked him, I couldn't remember if he liked his balls being played with or not. And he said, I do. It had been a hot second. I started playing with his balls and sucking his cock at the same time. And he really likes it when I mix up the pace. So I was going fast and then I would slow down and then I would lick the dip and then I would stop altogether and focus on the balls and I'd go back and forth between the two. And he was really, really enjoying it. And then I thought he was going to fuck me. Okay. I wanted him to fuck me really bad. So I showed him where the condoms were and I thought he was going to put one on. And instead he was like, what do you think about a little bit of impact? And I was like, well, okay, I guess I can be patient. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm all sorts of fucking worked up now, but sure, why don't you fucking hit me? Right. So I got all my impact toys and I put them on the bed. I think I put this picture on Instagram. But Didn't he bring a bag with him? 
He brought a bag with him as well, but I got mine out because he has this, he has a flogger with very thin strips. Very, it's very stingy, which is fine in certain regards, but I like my thuddy stuff. So we had both kind of sitting out together. At one point we had like six impact toys on the bed and the paddle. What's the paddle made out of? The neoprene paddle? Yeah, the neoprene one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sitting out with everything as well. So anyway, he's like, how do you want me to start? And I said, I think you should start on my front. So I take my top off, take my bra off, and he starts flogging my front side with his tiny little flogger, which was actually good because he had a lot of control over it. He wasn't going to hit me in the face with it. It's small enough that he can not smack my eye and take it out. So he was using his flogger on my front. And like I said, we haven't played together in quite a while. So he was being very careful, which I appreciate. But I'm like, harder, 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 harder. He's like, what are we at right now? Out of 10. And I was like, a two. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, okay. So he starts really just flogging the shit out of my tits. He's going back and forth between like the top of my tits and then right on the nipple and then a little bit underneath. And it was driving me crazy. I was moaning just from that. Right. It was so Yo, fucking yeah, hot. I mean, that's you. That's your go-to. You oh, enjoy it. God, I love it. I love breast torture. It's probably my favorite. I, I prefer that even over anything on my ass. Yeah. It just drives me insane because I think my tits are not super sensitive. No. And I, so there's not a ton of feeling in them until you really give me a serious sensation. And then it's like they just come to life. <laughs> did he use the rub, our rubber paddle or neoprene paddle on your tits? No, he did not. Because that's like, for those of you old enough to remember, it's like a blackjack. It will knock you out. Yeah. If you get hit in the head with it, it's going to put you to sleep. Yeah, and you use it on my tits. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah, but no, he didn't. Perfect for, for breast <laughs> He just used his little um, flogger. And then he turned me over. And I so I was laying on my stomach. And my ass was kind of almost hanging off the bed. And he took my, our big black and purple flogger, yeah. which is heavy. It is full leather. It Real is heavy. no freaking joke. Yeah. And it's so, so thuddy, which I love. So he started hitting me with that on my back and worked his way from my back down to my thighs and then back up. And then he'd focus on my ass a little bit. But once again, he's going, where are we from one to 10? And I'm going three, maybe a four. Right. He's like, where do you want to be? And I was like, like a nine or a nine <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and he's like, like a okay. 12. So he starts really walloping on me and I could feel my ass starting to burn after a while and I fucking loved it. Yeah. I it's been a, a hot minute. So Ben used the cane on me recently yes. when we were playing together and you and I've definitely used the flogger with you've used the flogger on me multiple times recently but you and I are not good at impact play because we just want to fuck. Right. Our so scenes don't last long. We're not patient with each other at all. So this was the first time that I've really had a serious, long impact session in a long time. Yeah, well, I came inside the house at one point to get something from the backyard, and I could hear the smacking. Like, I didn't know exactly what it was, <laughs> but I could hear the impact. So what it did been, you assume it was? Well, but I didn't know whether it was a flogger or a paddle. or I didn't know what implement was being used. Oh. I just knew that there was some slapping going on. Yeah. yeah. So he used the flogger on me for quite a while. And then he started spanking me just with his hand. And he's like, oh, my God, your ass is... It's so hot. And I'm like, yeah, like I could feel it. The steam coming off of my ass as he's spanking me. And it felt so fucking good. And I could tell I was just dripping wet. I mean, it just gets me there. I don't know what it is necessarily. I mean, I do know what it is like from a scientific standpoint of like the pain pleasure mixture. But fuck, it just gets me going so much. I could tell I was like dripping onto the bed. Yeah. It was fucking hot. I mean, it's, it's the thing that works really works to get you going the most for sure oh yeah for sure so he spanked me for quite a while and then he was like what do you want to do now and i was like well i think you need something that you want you gave me what i want what do you want and i was very surprised he goes well i'd love some impact too I was like, interesting. interesting. I have flogged him once before, but it was not a long session and it's been a long time. So I was surprised that was his go-to, but I was super into it. And I asked him which one he wanted to go with and he picked up the paddle. Really? And was like, this Our one. rubber paddle? Yeah, the neoprene. Wow. He's like, this looks interesting. I, I don't think I've ever been paddled before. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you're in for it. You're, you're in, in for, for it. You're in for it. So I started really light with him and I was very, very cautious. And, you know, I was asking him just like he was asking me, where are we from, you know, one to a 10? And he's like, we're probably at a five and I want to be at like a seven. So I really started hitting him pretty hard. It's leaving marks on his yeah, ass that thing already. Is no bullshit. 
I mean, and he has a really nice ass too. It's like really hard. You can tell he like takes care of himself. So I'm hating it, but it's not bouncing off of it. So that was interesting too. I really had to kind of get used to hitting him with it. Right. But I found myself very turned on by hitting him with the paddle. So you enjoy the topping him basically. Yeah, I fucking loved it. And you don't know that's, I mean, you have done that obviously before you've had play partners where you, you've been a switch, but not that you didn't enjoy it, but certainly it was not your preference. It wasn't a turn on. I would say it right. was like fun. Me topping someone, especially for impact, is like the same thing as watching a movie. Like it's right. fun, cool, we're watching a movie, but it's not like stimulating from a sexual perspective. Right. This time was different. I was really into it. I don't know if it was because he just like looked so good laying there with his ass out or if it was because I was already so worked up, whatever yeah. the fuck it was, the recipe worked for me. Yeah, I was fucking into it. You had, I mean, all of the components were working. You had already gotten yourself, you know, you had experienced the impact. You were the bottom already. And then now you're topping and you're in charge kind of thing. And yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Those endorphins flying around. For sure. So I paddled him for quite a while. And then I spanked him a little bit, which was also hot. And then I kind of stopped and I laid next to him. And he was like, what do you think we should do now? And I was like, I think you you should probably fuck me. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. And he said, I would really like to do that. And so he got off the bed, put on a condom. I laid on my back and he got on top of me and entered me. And this is where things get interesting. Okay. Because all of the sessions I've had with Aiden prior to this have been very sensual when it comes to the sex. It's a lot of kissing. It's a lot of caressing. It's a lot of, you know, sometimes he'll pick up the pace and fuck me hard, but it certainly is not aggressive in any way. I would never describe our sex previously as aggressive. Right. This got aggressive. Really? Yes. He multiple times asked if he could do things, but he did it in such a sexy way. Like he would say, what would you think if I bit you right here? And then he'd like put his lips where he was going to bite me. And I was like, yes, he should bite me. And then he'd put his hands on my tits and be like, well, what would you think if I squeezed you right here? And I was like, yes, squeeze me. And that's so, not something he's done prior. No, it was wow. so fucking hot. I was so into it. So, I mean, he's biting me. He's squeezing me. At one point, he grabs and takes on a full on handful of my hair. Wow. He's not pulling. He's just He Holding just has it. my hair in his hands. And he goes... Well, what about this? And I was like, yes, pull it. So he's pulling it as he's fucking me. And every time he does something aggressive, he is fucking me even harder and even deeper. And it was, oh my God, it was so fucking hot. I loved it. Well, he's obvious, the influence of the the kink BDSM scenes he's been to and the demos and all that stuff and potentially his other partner certainly paying off. Something, well, paying off in terms of him, I think just being able to express himself and yeah. do exactly what it is he wants to do. He's getting what he wants out of it for sure. Yeah, and I don't think he's afraid to to voice those things to me or to express them to me during sex, which is fucking awesome. I well, love it. Well, I think what he's finding is that when he's with a partner who is not only obviously willing to kind of go down that road with him, but is in complete control of their own sexuality, understands their own sexuality, that he has a greater proclivity of success with asking and saying, is this okay? Do you like that? This is what I like. Not going to be met with judgment or you know any kind of disdain. It's just sex yeah so he's i think he's gotten to the point where he's quite comfortable asking for what he wants yeah you know it was hot it was it, so he's just the whole time he's just pounding into me and i came at least three or four times and by the end of it i was lost between the impact play between me topping him between like the sensations of him pulling my hair and grabbing onto me and biting me all of these things at one point he even slapped my face right you told me yeah yeah i liked that a lot how did that what was that I mean, where'd that come from he was like, what else do you want me to do? And I was like, well, what do you want to do to me? And he's like, I want to slap your face. And I was like, you should do it. So he did. <laughs> That's interesting. It was just hot. The whole thing was great. And so, yeah, I was coming and coming and coming. And I could tell he was getting tired. So I offered to suck him off. And the plan was, was for him to, you know, come in my mouth, if I'm right. being honest. So I really, you know, he lays on his back, pulls a condom off. I go to town on his cock. And at one point, he is face-fucking me. Right. And which I also really liked. He's laying down, but he's thrusting up into my mouth. So he's right. using my mouth the way that he wants in terms of the depth and the right. the speed and all of that, yeah, which rhythm. was super, yeah. super fucking hot. He just wasn't getting there. He was not. I could tell after probably, I mean, I sucked his cock for a good 10 to 15 minutes. It just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen, right. which was 
I mean, I would I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit disappointed because it'd been so long since we've been together and I really wanted to be the person that provided him with that pleasure. But I'm also really learning that, you know, it's not about the orgasms. It's about the pleasure. And he seemed very pleased with the whole thing. He didn't seem disappointed with it in any way, shape or form. So after a while, he's like, maybe you should just come lay up here next to me for a few minutes. I'm like, okay. So I did. I went and laid with him and we kind of just talked and it was nice to come down from everything he was such a gentleman and very similar to how it is with clint and ben it was just so normal once the sex ended it was just we're just you know laying there kind of caressing each other a little bit it wasn't romantic by any means but it was kind of yeah comforting it felt a little bit kind of aftercare ish right and that was it was nice so no other no further conversation about him not having an orgasm it wasn't an issue nothing no like he that. didn't like i said he didn't seem bothered by it at all it was just kind of was what it was i think we would have continued to play more if it hadn't been at this point it was like 9 30 9 45 oh, it was, you, you didn't even come downstairs till after 10 o'clock so you guys were up there for two and a half hours probably more. yeah yeah it was a long session so i lost track of time because i was busy doing my shit and then when i finally came in and sat on the couch i was i just looked at the my phone i was like wow they've been up there a while yeah, it was, it was it was getting late. Yeah, so if it hadn't been late, I mean, we probably would have gone back for more. But I think he was understanding of the fact that like we needed to get to bed, you needed to, you were waiting for him to leave to go to bed, and all of those things. So yeah, he was just cool about it. It wasn't an issue. I did think what was incredibly interesting is he's getting cleaned up and getting dressed. I dress myself, and he's like, "Do should I say anything to Brian when I come down, or do you want me to just go out the door?" I'm like, why? Well, why wouldn't he want you to say something to him? He's like, well, I don't know how this works for you guys when he's like home. That's right, because he's never really. I've never really been around with him. No, because I usually go to his place. Right, right, and right, right. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It was telling of the fact that for us this is so fucking normal. Right. But it's not normal, quote unquote, to most people. Like no. even people that are understanding of our dynamic and accepting of us and all of those things don't completely understand how we can go from he and I fucking each other for hours in the bedroom to him coming down and shaking your hand and saying goodnight. Well, yeah, but also everybody has their own protocol, right? So not every hot wife couple behaves the same way. And he just, I guess, wanted to be sure that his behavior was in line in alignment with what we are used to or, you know, what we look for. But yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, we don't make it weird for anybody. You know? <laughs> I don't do that. I mean, is it more weird for him to have to come down and shake your hand? I don't fucking know. I mean, I don't think so. You know? I would think for me, it'd be more weird if he just like slipped out. <laughs> yeah, that would be strange. Yeah, I think that would be weird. So For me, he, it would be. So he didn't. He got dressed. I came down first, and I was kind of laying with you, and I was like, I was naughty. And you're like, I know I heard. <laughs> yeah, I could hear you. And he came down a couple minutes later and sat for just a minute and, um, you know, said goodnight to you. And that was the end of it. And I walked him to the door and gave him a hug and said that I'd like to see him again. And he said he's super interested as well. So, I mean, I, I hope that this is the start of us being able to see each other again a little bit more regularly now that our lives have kind of settled down a little bit. Have you been communicating with him since? Yeah, we talked. Well, he texted me the next day and just reiterated that he had a great time and please let him know what our schedule looks like. And I agreed to do so. And I think we've texted once or twice since then. So yeah, it's been it's been good. Have you given any thought to what it would be like if we introduce some of our play partners to each other? Who? Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Who are we discussing? Well, like I said, you know, we've got Hannah coming to spend some time with us. Would it be weird to introduce her to, to any of the guys that you play with? I just, it just occurred to me. You know, the whole, like I said, the polyamory thing is running through my head because I firmly believe that as time goes on, that is the direction in which we are going to end. Yeah, I guess I don't ever want people to feel as if we are trying to like orchestrate something you know what I mean? Like Hannah's coming into town, so we're going to have no, Aiden no, no. come over and meet no, her no, no, in case no. the four of us end up fuck. You know what I mean? No, like no. I, that would be a conversation that we would have with her like this weekend and say, hey, would you be interested at some point in meeting Aiden or Ben or you know whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, you know, the kind of thing we, I was thinking. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm just curious as to what that would do. To what benefit? I don't have well to, to their benefit certainly. I mean, introducing just for him fun. to yeah, just introduce him to some other folks and and getting the people that we really enjoy being with together. Yeah, which is not something we can ordinarily do, like the couples, for example. That's much more difficult with couples, right? Especially where we live. 
with the exception of Jessica and Roger, who don't give a fuck, most couples are like, oh, we don't want to be seen with another lifestyle couple kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be with another couple who might know us or know someone else. All that weird shit. Yeah. With our single friends, you know, it's almost like, I, I don't want to say, I don't. I almost feel rude not, in, not introducing them to one another to some degree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there would be, it, there's nothing wrong with them knowing one another. Right. You know, I don't want it to feel like, I don't want any of them to feel like we're alienating them from the other friends. That makes sense, I you guess. You know, almost like we should have like a cocktail party and invite everyone, <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess that also feels a little strange to me. Well, my th- listen, we're going to be leaving soon. Yeah. There's no reason for us not to have them over for dinner and for drinks before. And for an orgy or. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. But yeah, and then just. See, I think that's you know, part of the problem is when you have lifestyle friends, you well, assume that it's well, going to turn into something sexual. But, but again, these are also all of them. Every single one of them, uh, right down the line, Clint, Aiden, Ben, Hannah, everyone, we have had vanilla interactions with all of them individually, right. but with all of them. Mm-hmm. So having any one of them over the house for a drink or meeting them someplace for a drink would not be unusual. So why would it be unusual to invite all of them over and have a couple of drinks and say goodbye to them? You know, if it turns into an orgy, it turns into an orgy. But we simply <laughs> say, you know, we just want to say goodbye to everybody. We'd love to have everyone together. Of course, you got to see how everybody feels about that. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be a terrible idea. No, probably not. Yeah, It'd be we should... weird for some of them, I think, just because of the podcast. Oh, yeah, because they all listen. Yeah, but like, I... I, you know, picture Jessica and Roger showing up and walking up to Clint and being like, hey, we're Jessica and Roger. You know, we you right. heard us railing Brenna in a hot tub. You know what I'm saying? Well, but <laughs> vice just... versa. They're going to hear about Clint. <laughs> I know. It's just, you know, maybe I'm overthinking it. For I, sure it you does, are. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be heading out. We're going to be gone. We're leaving. So yeah. I think getting everyone together makes a lot of sense. Which also you know? feels really weird. Well, but also it's like... No, no. What fe- what I'm saying is what feels weird is the idea that like we have our regular play partners here and we have people that we have become incredibly good friends with. And I keep thinking we have all of this time with them. We don't. But we really fucking don't. Yeah, there's not a lot of time. But... I think it would, I also, like I said, I honestly think it would be disingenuous. I think it would be rude if we were to leave, say goodbye to everybody individually and it never bring them together. I feel like that would be rude. Okay. You know, because the truth is I think they would all get along with one another, not just on a physical level, but I think they would all enjoy each other's company. Yeah, for sure. They're all cool people. Yeah, every single one of them. And really, they all have something in common, not just the lifestyle. (laughs) My vagina. (laughs) Well, not just that. Or my penis. But when you think about what everyone does, maybe with the exception of Hannah, if you think about what everybody does for a living, they can all absolutely communicate and probably at some point should or would communicate with one another or could be for all we know. For sure. You know, they could simply have that conversation. But there's a lot. I think there's a lot there. I think it would be be unfortunate if we didn't introduce one another and say, hey, Aiden, this is Clint. And hey, Clint, this is Ben. You guys should know one another. They're all into Clint, Aiden, Ben. All in the BDSM scene, all in the kink scene. Yeah. There's little chance that at some point, if they continue down that path, that they're not going to run into one another anyway. Right. You know, so why not tell them who they are, introduce them to each other, so that when they see each other at the fetish ball a year from now, hopefully when the world gets back to normal, they'll know one another. Yeah. You know, and certainly Hannah, she's a blast. I know they're going to like her. (laughs) How could you You not? How could you not like Hannah? Fucking fireball that one. Yeah. And she's so much fun. I mean, yeah, I think they would all really enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So I think it's something we need to consider. We'll have to talk to all of them. We need to start that conversation now because we don't have a date yet, hard date or anything. But we'll figure it out. I think it'll be fun. Stay tuned for that, I guess. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting (laughs) episode. We'll probably be doing that one from uh, the road. (laughs) More than likely. Probably. Yeah. But it'll be a good time. So I guess that is a, that's my Aiden story. That's the comeback of Aiden. Yeah. And it was great. It was very different than it's been in the past with him. Not that anything that has happened in the past has been bad, but I feel like this is maybe more who Aiden really is from a sexual perspective. That's certainly that's who he how is it now. felt. Yeah, certainly is who he is now. And that was very cool to see because, you know, I think there's something very sexy about a person being comfortable with their own sexuality like obviously that's a good thing but it's also a sexy thing for sure for sure yeah i think it's great i'm I'm really happy that he has found himself sexually and got more confidence in what he wants and his needs and all that kind of stuff and yeah i think it's good for him i think it's great actually so hopefully you'll be hearing more of him now that we have had the chance to reconnect yeah and you've actually seen ben a couple of times even before you saw aiden but i think it was important that we kind of bring aiden back into the fold 
So it sounds like potentially, maybe in a couple of weeks, we may have some other guests before we get out of town, obviously. Which I think you're pretty excited about. I am very excited about it. I met this lovely couple when I was out of town in Tennessee, and uh, we have continued to communicate, and I am super crushing on the wife. So <laughs> I believe they're going to come visit us, uh, hopefully, sometime soon. I was uh, contacted by them, and it sounds like that might be happening. Dang. Yes. Lucky you. Yes, yes, yes. She was you, might, little... you might play without me. Uh, maybe. I don't know. So there's a very good likelihood. We'll see. Cool. Very excited. Happy for you. And yes. then like we said, we have Hannah coming. So that's super fun. And then in October. Yes. We are getting on a yacht. We're going on a cruise on is, a private yacht. It's I not am. a cruise. It's a fucking well, private charter. Yeah. We are cruising to, I believe, the Bahamas is where I'm we're I'm just heading. gonna say this, people. I'm not bougie, okay? I grew up in fucking Montana. <laughs> I fucking eat PB&J. Me getting on a yacht, I don't, I mean, it's gonna be amazing, but this isn't my life. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's really fucking cool. I'm excited to go. We're gonna meet some great people. We have obviously not met them face-to-face yet, but digitally have communicated with, with them for a long time. I'm super excited to finally meet them. And then some folks we have met it's going to be an amazing trip i cannot wait to get on that fucking boat yes we're going to have a lot more information coming for you guys on luxury lifestyle charters very soon including us actually on the charter but you should head on over to luxury lifestyle charters.com and check out all the information they have sample itineraries up and all sorts of fun information for you to check out and see if it's a good fit for you we're fairly certain it will be because it's a fucking amazing experience yeah it's the it is absolutely the for me the alternative to anything else going on lifestyle in terms of vacations or trips because frankly there just aren't any good there's no good answers yeah you know there are no good options this is the option Get on a ship with maybe seven people, six to seven, and people that you know, and enjoy a weekend, three days, four days, a week, whatever it is, on the high seas, getting sexy, lifestyle-friendly staff, amazing accommodations and hospitality, which I cannot wait to enjoy. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So head to LuxuryLifestyleCharters.com. If you end up booking a charter, make sure you tell them FPS sent you. You're going to get a free case of champagne and a nice little note from us. Yes, you are. And of course, we have to thank our amazing Patreon community and the new members that jumped on board this week. Patreon, guys, I'm just going to say I have some more time on my hands now. And Patreon is going to be the... They're going to get that extra energy and time from me. I have some really fucking cool things planned. I want to tell our Patreon community about it before I actually share it on the podcast. But we've got some really fun stuff going on over there. And we do it all as a thank you for your sponsorship of the show, which means the world to us. So our newest Patreon members this week are Frosty, H, David, and James. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. So head on over to patreon.com slash Swingers, check out all of the bonuses for yourself and uh, can't wait to see you there and connect with you. Yeah, it's an awesome place to be. Telegram is our favorite. It just It's like every day, all day, conversations about everything. For sure. Just a good time. Also, you can check out uh, check us out at OnlyFans. We have an amazing OnlyFans page growing by the day, by the week. We've got some amazing folks on there as well. Some pretty steamy pictures, I might add, not to mention some hot videos. Yeah, yeah. That's OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. We know you're curious, so come check it out. Yeah, it's super sexy. Yeah, and also make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FP Swingers 2. You can check out all of our stuff and info at FrontPorchSwingers.com. Make sure you're on our mailing list so that you know where we're heading when we jump on the road. And if you're already on Alt Playground, of course, come jump in our community and say hi there. Yep. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Like we said, lots of fun shit coming up. So make sure that you're tuning in every single week. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.